I don't give a shit about games. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't care. I learned something about you. Get your little finger <laughs> off of me. <laughs> we have said that before. Like, I know that I'm about to start my period, but these feelings are real. <laughs> we don't really like bocce ball. What? No, we don't like it. <gasps> Welcome back to another episode of At Our Place with Megan and Sherelle. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Megan. <laughs> if you don't know, we are Life's Turn bandmates and now podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. Babe, we're not at our place again. I know. I feel like every time we've done a podcast the past couple of times, it's like, we're not at our place. And... <laughs> So here we are again, not at our place. We're traveling for the holidays. Yes, um, we're at my parents' house, the house that I grew up in, and we kicked my parents out to do this podcast. We literally Venmoed them some money and said, go on a coffee date. We're going to borrow the kitchen. Yeah, my parents are at church, and uh, we were like, we're not going to church. We're not going. Not going to that church. No, I grew up going to that church and I like it, but now it's awkward because cause they don't, they're not affirming of queer people. So, yeah. so we're like, uh, it's awkward every time we go there. And then if we have to introduce ourselves to any of my parents' friends or acquaintances, it's like awkward. <laughs> yeah. Finding a church as a queer Christian couple is hard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like you, since you were the first person I ever met that was Christian or had a Christian background and was queer and you were like totally cool with that. Um, I think it's safe to say that the church I grew up in didn't have any of those people. <laughs> as far as you know, they're probably all in the closet. I don't know. <laughs> well, I do because your sister was one of them. And no, I guess I just closet. mean, it's just such a weird thing reflecting on my childhood. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> welcome to... <laughs> We love visiting with my Sunday service, everybody. Oh, that's what I was getting around to is like, this is our church service. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) But they do always have the best donut holes and coffee. Though they probably get from Duncan. So we could literally just go get some. They actually taste so good. I'm so jealous. (laughs) I think that's I think it's funny how there's a little whole side note. Sorry, guys. But I think it's funny how churches like evangelical churches will lure people in with coffee and treats. I don't know if they like they do. I've been on the leadership team before. Like they do. Oh, yeah. It's very intentional. Like we need to feel welcoming and hospitable to people and then they just get stuff to bring people in. It's kind of like the Disneyland of of churches like making making all the treats, having all the christmas parties and little get-togethers and i don't know yeah which i guess is nice because you know what if you don't have the money to go get that stuff yourself but the only place you can get it once a week is church you know yeah it's like a treat yourself um treat yourself. <laughs> by the way the dogs are roaming around so you're gonna hear them wandering and oh, i just stopped talking and started laughing because caius decided he was thirsty and our dog um and went to the 
now he's looking at me because he knows I'm talking about him. Okay, sorry. This oh. episode is unhinged. <laughs> You're the real you Stoneson family. You don't have to say that every episode. I don't know if I say that every episode, you but say, it is true every episode. We're off the rails. We're being unhinged when it's really nothing at all. Okay, well, <laughs> it's all exciting to me, apparently. <laughs> I'm insecure about how many tangents we have. Well, friend, we know you come here every week because of the silly tangents. So here we are again. Mm. <laughs> Did you know I took myself too seriously as a kid to ever like being referred to as silly? Yeah, you hate that word. I just and don't I like it know. being used around me about me. Maybe it's like a shame thing. I take, yeah, it is because I had to take myself very seriously as a child. Yeah, I. It's weird, but I feel that way about girly things like wearing super duper feminine stuff. Maybe that's just because that's not my style most of the time. But I feel like it makes me a little bit more, um, a little bit less credible. I would say that's interesting given your outfits you've been trying on for your single release party i know well maybe that's why i feel so weird about it so context um i okay last year (laughs) take you back to last year imagine a world where it's 2022 and it's december and only they could imagine what it was like to live in last year (laughs) if only if only we all knew what that felt like Hey, so remember last year, um, (laughs) I was super excited about a song that I had written and I performed. Um, So Sherelle said that we do music together. Basically, we're both singer songwriters and we just started doing that together. But last year I wrote a song all by myself. It was really awesome. It was your first one. No. (laughs) I had written many a tune before then, but I was like, this one's special. This one needs special treatment. So I said, before I even started recording any of my music, um, I said, hey, community, I want to record this song. It is epic. It is going to blow your mind and I need to raise money for it. So I did a whole fundraising campaign. I made stickers and t-shirts and I did some really awesome merch stuff for the song. Um, And now here we are. Zoom back to December 2023. I have just heard the final masters for the single. It's called Everything I Want. So good. I am going to get everything that I want. Um, It's I'm excited to maybe talk on a future episode about it when it comes out. Um, But I heard the final masters. I am going to release it hopefully in the third or fourth week of January, 2024. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Starting the year off. Right. And um, so, yeah. So what you were talking about is when we came here to my parents' house, my sister was here, my mom was here and I wanted to get some outfits for the glam photo shoot video shoot for the single which is supposed to be the fun part of everything right <laughs> this is gonna be interesting <laughs> dear god help us oh my gosh i'm so sorry i just i had to take a break from talking because sherelle's <laughs> sherelle's been holding in a giant cough 
Also, you're sick. Did we say that? No, I didn't tell them. <laughs> Nobody wants to come over to our place if I'm coughing on them. Well, it's a safe it's a safe space because it's it's virtual. So you can be <laughs> in our cozy non-house because it's not even our place. Uh, and Sherelle's sick and she has her tea. Yeah, guys. Remember that cool gig I was telling you about? Well, somebody got me sick at it. And I've been sick ever since that night. Yeah. It's not COVID, so that's nice. But and it's I, been like a flu that took away my voice the last couple of days. And I don't feel sick at all, which I don't know how that works. You never get sick. <laughs> well, I always I, get sick. You never do. Well, that's why we decided to go ahead and visit people. And we told them that you were sick. But we also told them that I wasn't sick and it wasn't COVID. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, it's okay. I've just been resting a lot more on this vacation, which is nice. Yeah, you. I, I mean, you. You're still editing podcasts and stuff like that. I appreciate you. And we're still doing seventy five hard. So you're literally doing two exercises a day, and you're. Still <laughs> I know, guys, but they're mellow, guys. Like they're mellow. But I'm resting still. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I won't run this entire time. And then like panting because I'm going to keel over or like I'll do like a strength workout in the living room instead of something, you know, heavier at the gym. Yeah. You've been working out and watching Switched Up Earth. That's been really nice. Yeah. It's my first time watching it all the way through. Yeah. Also, I'm just thinking if you're listening to this and you didn't hear Sherelle cough, but then I just randomly pause and say, Sherelle coughed. (laughs) (laughs) It's called editing. (laughs) you don't want to spread my cooties to you yeah um what was i saying you're talking about your outfit your girly outfit talking about my clothes (laughs) um but yeah so for the single release i went out and i've been wanting to get into a purple color era for myself um i don't know why but i think it's just kind of like feminine but strong at the same time but it's been a weird identity crisis (laughs) It's because you read the branding book, book, book. You read that branding book. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we read, we, did you end up reading it too at some point? I read part of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's called I Am My Brand by Kubi Springer. And it's really fantastic. I would recommend that book to anybody trying to identify themselves in the world. It's freaking amazing. She's amazing. Um, so basically there's a whole chapter on how to choose a color scheme for yourself. Um, and she talked about this lady that was a chef and she cooked all this really authentic, bright, colorful, beautiful food, but she was wearing like very boring, neutral colors. And for some reason, like her presence didn't really like communicate the food she was making. Like she's a chef and she is literally her brand. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Kuvi helped her like bring more life into her clothing style as a person. Like, okay, you're going to work with like these two or three colors. They're going to be this kind of bright orange and green mixture type of thing. And so like her clothing and her vibe matched what she did and what she brought to the world. Um, So I was like, what's my color? I don't know. Um, And I think after far too long thinking about colors, (laughs) I was like purple. a whole... (laughs) <laughs> 10 days of well do you think i'm more of a red or do you think i'm more of a blue <laughs> it literally was i was like i don't know what that means i was like 
red means strong and and powerful but it could also mean angry and white means pure but it also means lack of personality or something like i don't know i just like told you everything and i was like flopping i feel like there's a i feel like i'm gonna put my foot in my mouth if i answer you like if i say oh no you're not a red then you're gonna be like you don't think i'm sexy fletcher's a red oh yeah (laughs) fletcher for sure has had a red era um but anyways This is an episode for all you overthinkers. I know how you feel. Um, I'm terrible at decision making and I think way too much about everything. Yeah, but first of all, I don't think you should say that about yourself. Why? Those are two very negative things to say about yourself and they're also very not, they're not true. What do you mean? You said I'm terrible at decision making and you said, what else did you say? You just like listed a bunch of things that you're bad at, but you're not bad at those things. Okay. Thank you for stopping me in my tracks. You're welcome. (laughs) I spent an adequate amount of time deciding what color I wanted to present myself to the world. And it was purple, which I feel like seems like a pretty big decision. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. Oh, anyway, TBD on what my color is, but I think you guys know by now, no. if you've ever watched this, it's black and blue. Your color is for sure like that dark blue color, like navy blue. Almost. Corporate. So Cor- basically I'm corporate. <laughs> no, you just, you always wear that color. It's a very strong color, but it also is, it's, blue is calming, but like your, the version that you wear is very strong. It's because I'm strong. You just like that color and it looks good on you. I actually used to wear a lot of purple. So Seriously? Yeah, everybody. I don't know why. I think my dad thought purple was my favorite color. Oh my god! When I was in like, when I was a freshman. So he spread the word and everybody for like two years straight bought me purple things. So I was rocking purple (laughs) bedspread, purple backpack, purple binders. Oh my gosh purple hats purple vests everything was purple for like a year and i actually didn't like the color purple. when did when did you phase out i don't know i was driving in the van one time with my mom and i just said you know what everybody keeps giving me purple things and i like the things but i just don't really like the color purple on me <laughs> that's gotta be such a like big conversation to have it felt big to me i can literally pinpoint where we were and where we lived when i said it oh my gosh i was like little sherelle was like saying you know what (laughs) i deserve to say what i actually like it's like it's oh my gosh it's kind of like oh my gosh it's color coming out what what are you talking about (laughs) getting way too excited also sometimes my eyes tear up for no reason like i'm it's not you're getting emotional i'm not emotional it's okay baby i don't know why my eyes you are... need a tissue no no i need to dab my eyes um <laughs> tell me tell me what color coming out is okay hear me out maybe i'm getting a bit emotional for no reason okay um <laughs> so you're a little child i don't know what age maybe 12 12 okay and Everybody in the world thinks this one thing about your identity. And they're 14, 12 or 13, somewhere in there. Okay, somewhere in there. You're young, you're impressionable. You've been figuring out your identity. Um, 
mom, dad, cousins, aunts, uncles, teachers, everybody is like, Sherelle likes this color. This is Sherelle's identity, at least right now. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and this is something we can cling to because we don't know much about Sherelle, but this is something that we like to know about Sherelle. And you are like, hey, you guys have attributed this thing to me, but I want to say this isn't true about me anymore. I see what you're doing. <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yes. I didn't actually come out of the closet till like a decade after that. But Yeah. And then it's like later, hey, I know everybody wants me to be straight. Everybody thinks I'm straight or is delusional, but I am not <laughs> <You're> straight. <delusional. laughs> I'm not straight. I don't like the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the book, The Color Purple, though. Isn't the movie coming out? Mm-hmm. I hope it's going to be a great movie. I'm pretty sure they made a version of it, an older one. I already saw. They remade it, and Halle Bailey's in it, and a ton of other famous people, and I really want to see it. It's coming out on Christmas, so I don't know if our schedule will line up, because Christmas is Christmas, but maybe the day after. We can go on Christmas and watch it. Okay. We had games planned. No. Um, games. Your family is big into games. I don't give a shit about games. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't care. I learned something about you. Get your little <laughs> finger off of me. <laughs> okay, so we were sitting on the couch. At least me and my mom were, and uh, she mentioned some. I think you were somewhere else. <laughs> We were talking about you. How'd you you learn something about me when I wasn't there? Well, it's like when two pieces of the puzzle click together in your brain. Okay, what were you guys saying behind my back? (laughs) What? She said, my mom. Who is she? Mom? (laughs) Who is she? (laughs) She said. And then I said. So my. (laughs) Get it together, Stoneson. I'm sorry. I haven't. I haven't had my breakfast yet. Um, So what so who cares <laughs> that's my excuse <laughs> i haven't had my breakfast yet okay so you and your mom were sitting there on the couch talking about me while i was somewhere else yes so my mom mentioned oh we could play that little game where you you have to tap the table with a um, little figurine and you can't talk to each other. Oh, I know what this oh, game oh, is talking about. Magic Maze? Yeah. Magic Maze. Yeah. Um, and you have to communicate through your eyes and tapping and you're all a team. It's not one person over the other. It's And she mentioned, oh, well, Sherelle like, likes that game. And I realized you like a game that I don't like. And that's the end of my anticlimactic story. You just said all of this thing. Like you made, you got like a major revelation on me. And the revelation was you like a game that I don't like. Oh, the revelation was you, um, like games it just depends on the game you're a game girly i'm not <laughs> i re- i rebuke that 
that's a throwback in the name of throwback to my ministry days i rebuke that i deny that in the name of god (laughs) i am not a game girl sorry for triggering you oh yeah trigger Um, warning yeah so the thing is here's the thing about games in my family my family like forces me to play games and that's a very quick way to make me dislike anything is to tell me that i have to do it yes and i've i have experienced that many a time it's different if it's like okay i choose to work at this place so i have to do this because i i chose to do it you know and it's different with us but because i choose to respect you because you were my wife that i chose but when somebody who has zero authority over me says we're all gonna play this game that's a quick way of making me think oh you're about to find out (laughs) yeah you're like wait till you see that i'm not gonna play the game (laughs) i'm like "Mm, you mess around (laughs) you're gonna find out it's so funny because you (laughs) if i say something in a slightly wrong way that rubs you the wrong way like (laughs) like oh hey we gotta take out the trash by like the end of the day uh can you do it then it's like oh well wait till you see i'm gonna do it whenever i want no i'm not that petty but it's i'm not that petty sometimes no i can be i can be but it's not about like that kind of stuff it's just about like yo you thought (laughs) yeah you thought you could tell me what to do and when to do it okay wait wait that's what i mean okay my my example was terrible but like if we all said oh we're all gonna get in the van no (laughs) we're all gonna get in the van and go christmas light looking and we're gonna get coffees and hot chocolates and we're gonna go out to dinner i've got the perfect example i got the perfect example okay the other day because we're at your family's house so the other day everybody said we're gonna all sit down and we're gonna all download this app called gifter and we're gonna all spend 40 minutes updating our gifter and the gifter is like an app to like you you put your christmas gifts on there but it was like what's your favorite color what's your size what's your shoe size what do you like what are your interests what are your hobbies how do you feel about gifts in general and you guys spend 40 minutes filling all this shit out (laughs) yet if it's been 40 minutes feeling all this shit out and i was like playing tetris and listening to my my book i was listening to priory if you know you know so i was like not about to be interrupted and now here we are doing all this group activity for the next 40 minutes i felt hijacked and everything in me wanted to be like i will do this when i'm good and ready to do it Mm-hmm. I will do it when I choose to do it if it's about me and what I want. But then you'll probably forget to do it. Like, I won't. Okay. Well, I that explains why you were like, babe. I don't. I don't really. Can I look at yours? I don't really want to do. Mm, what do I have to do? That's because inside me was like, you were Fuck like, no, I'm not gonna do this right now. Y'all can do this. I spent 20 minutes playing Tetris on my phone. <laughs> you have checked out i was kind of wondering i thought it was just because it was like really detailed maybe or no i can handle details i'm really great at hyper focusing it's not that it's just the whole Mm -hmm. we're all gonna do this i'm gonna interrupt your time and make you do this right now 
Which is funny because you're like, oh, you'll see. I'm going to do whatever I want. But the funny thing is, so the app gifts are, gifts, it's hard to say. It's Giftster. 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 It's fantastic, by the way, if you need a planning app for your family to say like gifts, um, what you want and what, what suggested items for other people. I could nerd out about it. But um, it's funny because <laughs> the result of doing that is like you get things from people i know but i don't like being put on the spot like that like i want to be able to think about mm. what i want research it you know i'm on there researching i'm on amazon i'm on best buy to find the mm. exact thing that i want and then link it to the thing so it's like you don't even have to think about that just click buy that is true that's it but i can't do all of that lego i can't do all that in that little time frame at exactly the right minute because i haven't thought about what i wanted because well, guess what fair. two seconds ago it was thanksgiving and i wasn't thinking about christmas <laughs> well you can add stuff later the same um well yeah i already knew that about you yeah i just don't i don't like being and my family is notorious for being like we're all gonna do this family activity and i'm always the one that's like catch me outside it's your justice streak <laughs> you're gonna do this i'm gonna sit here and do my thing that's probably pretty healthy like i have autonomy you know mm-hmm. especially if anybody's like pressuring you to do something like oh why don't you do this thing like it's good to fight for your you know what and there's self. a thing i don't want to be rude because you know skin color i'm not trying to be prejudiced over here but Sometimes when I have a group, even in my my side of the family, when it's a group of white people who are all really, really, really into something that I think is dorky or annoying, all I see is a bunch of dorky white people. <laughs> we all got to do this thing together, all together now. Let's go. Like bocce ball. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that why you didn't come? I, Liz and I talked. <gasps> what okay liz is my brother's girlfriend Listen, what did I you talk we don't really like bocce ball what no we don't like it <gasps> the family tradition <laughs> your family tradition yeah that's true sorry um, you guys are getting the hey, tea we gotta start saying my side of the family your side of the family yes and your side of the family so my because we're married remember yes i do remember <laughs> So my side of the family, um, basically my mom started a tradition, which she's done a few times, um, which I love because she's like, we didn't have a lot of traditions from, you know, the higher ups, grandma, grandpa. So she um, made a bunch. Uh, and her parents. Yeah. So she made some traditions and there's cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. And there's, um, she started this tradition where the day or two after um, Christmas, we'll all go to Savers or Goodwill or something like that. And they'll each give us 10 or they'll, they'll give us each $10 and they'll say white elephant, go and pick something for under $10 and then we'll do a little white elephant thing. It's super fun. Um, so she started that. And so we also started going to bocce ball for the past, I don't know, maybe at least five years. We've been going for a long time, even before I met you. So it has to have been <clears throat> at least five years. Yeah, and I don't think we always went as like a Thanksgiving tradition type thing. Um, but anyway, so we started going to bocce ball, even though we're not Italian. <laughs> and the place we go to is like very, like they have Italian food and it's all very Italian. Um, <clears throat> but 
but yeah it's cheryl doesn't like it apparently it's not that i don't it's not that i don't like bocce ball because i like now that it's been a few years i'm like okay i can get used to this and i especially like it when there are cocktails desserts and food we mainly go there for like i think i got like three coffees everybody got coffees and little snacks and they had the spinach dip even though it's off the menu so i like it because of that but i'm 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 competitive you know like Mm -hmm. i'm very competitive my siblings are competitive and we don't like being bad at things we like Mm -hmm. to avoid things that we're bad at and bocce ball is one of the least athletic things i've ever experienced (laughs) you just throw a ball with precision but that's the thing is i'm arguably the most athletic person (laughs) in your side of the family right you for sure are and i suck at bocce ball and that's the thing is i can't get good at it no matter what i do i throw the ball too hard it goes wherever it wants to and i'm like i have spent decades being a precision athlete and i cannot play bocce ball very well at all and yet your dad is so freaking good at it and you're good at it and rachel's good at it and everybody just makes me look so bad at it Hmm. you just kind of just throw it out there and it goes where it needs to go and it's not graceful being good at golf or chess or something golf takes a lot of skill bocce ball doesn't oh my gosh shots fired Just but saying. um yeah you didn't come this year because you were feeling super sick lessfully and- i had a flu <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh golden opportunity i'm sick <laughs> <clears throat> i can't go <laughs> liz said when she got there she's like what do you mean charles not here oh. Oh, I feel bad. Sorry, Liz. Well, if you're listening, Liz, um, which I don't know, but uh, you're super cool and she killed it. Like good. she was so good. She and was bound and determined. This year. I don't, she didn't even seem like super hardcore about it, but she would just casually go up there and throw something and then she'd be like, I don't know how I did that. And then she would go back to her little coffee. It's the long game. It's the long con. She's secretly professional bocce ball player. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love my siblings and their partners. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have such a beautiful family. Thankful to be here. Um, Thankful to be alive. Yeah. So life lately has been pretty good, I guess. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? It's just been busy. Like, just getting ready for work stuff and i don't know it's just been i feel like i feel tired the holiday craze i mean that's fair because you're literally sick that's probably why it's just coding everything and exhaustion yeah pretty much um so last week since we're catching up with our friends um last week we went out on a date Mm. this is kind of before you got sick i think i don't know (laughs) it's been so long uh, so we went out to see we went to movie half half off movie tuesdays oh yeah how fun we went to go see the hunger games movie what is it the ballad of songbirds and snakes what that did you think intense. what did you think about it so you know how hunger games and sorry guys if this spoils anything oh yeah <clears throat> da, 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 skip now if you don't if you want to see the movie 
You know how Hunger Games is kind of dark. Like the concept is dark. It's very dark and twisty. Yeah. So the Hunger Games is really dark. It's the premise is horrible. The concept is horrible. It's intriguing and entertaining, but horrible. It's like the morbid fascination type thing. Yeah. But the Hunger Games, by the time they're doing the Hunger Games in those shows oh in like the three-part hunger games series catching fire mocking jay some yeah so i mean the books were awesome i didn't read um the new book but Mm -hmm. i read the hunger games books and so i'm just referring to the movies there's so much production even within the movie when they're doing the hunger games it's so like there's so much glitz and glam and here's your tribute, cheer for your tribute and all this stuff. Like it's, it is um, entertaining to watch. You're, you're seeing the movie with like the context of society has already accepted this and it's something we celebrates it. They celebrate it and it's something that we're fighting against. It's like all the systems are already in place. Yeah. It's like this giant system. That's like, this thing is so epic and entertaining and then all of the districts are like and this thing is horrible and we need to we need to get people to see how terrible the hunger games are so that is those movies this movie is before it was entertaining so when you're watching the actual movie you're like this is horrible like there's no glitz and glamour it's not televised it's just like it's just dark it's just you shove people in the room and they kill each other until everybody's dead yeah yeah there's a lot of terrible things that happen in the world and it's like if something terrible is happening in real time and you're like exposed to it versus like a media produced version of it of like this thing happened we already all talked about it we all processed it and we all have a tolerance for it in some level but we're like fighting against it. Whereas this is like something terrible, like just started and it's in the middle of the day and it's just like, no, it's just a killing for no reason. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is like so dark. Um, but I, I mean, I liked it cause I like the hunger Games series, but it was so accurate. Like, like when they started one of the girls, um, that worked for the Capitol, she was like, on the little computer thing and she like once it started like she like threw up like i was like that that's like Like, that's accurate that's how you would feel yeah yeah that's super accurate just like a visceral reaction against whatever what the heck is happening Um, yeah and there was like a there was a moment where somebody said nobody's gonna watch the games if there's no hope nobody's gonna watch the the games if there's no victor yeah because the point was make everybody die the point of it was punishment so they didn't oh. care about if there was a victor or not. They mm-hmm. just wanted people to die. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really like malicious how that's yeah. still the point. It's just covered in glitz and glam yeah. in the later movies. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have the punishment part of it, but we need people to watch it and be invested in it. And so we're going to make it like slightly better. It's like stripped down. It's stripped down into its core of the the real ugly of what it is. Dark and twisty. But I, all that said, I did really enjoy it. Like, I don't think I would watch it again, but it was like, 
it was one of those movies I'm glad that I watched. If I was to watch a Hunger Games marathon, I would for sure watch it. Okay. And you could see the progression of things. That's true. Yeah, that would be really interesting. It did, it did make me want to kick snow in the teeth a couple times. <sighs> it, it, yeah. It was really good. There were a couple parts where I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit confused how we got here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But maybe the book would, would help aid my like progression of things in my mind. Yeah, maybe we should read the book. Well, I, I had such a good time going to the movies with you. It was funny because it was like a cute little date, but then we walked... Watched a horrible movie. <laughs> it was so good, though. But then we walked out of the theater and we were like, that was really dark. <laughs> Thanks for this awesome date. Yeah. So fun. I mean, there's, so a whole, <laughs> there's a whole love story aspect to it, which... Kind of. Made it lighter, but not really. Not really. It ended dark. Spoiler. Oh, it it ended realistic uh, to the movie premise. <laughs> yeah, to the to the fact that Snow is a jackass. He's evil, and you're like, I get your context now, but also I don't quite understand why you're so evil. Still, <laughs> yeah, we don't know why you're. Oh, now we do. We get kind it. of. Yeah, it's all very perplexing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncomfy. <laughs> it's uncomfy. <laughs> I'm glad it's fiction. <laughs> to tie it all up, I had a really nice date with you. I did too. And I'm really proud of us because we had a random like $15 of cash on our desk and we were like, we're going to save this. I think it was from a gig or something. We were like, we're going to save this for a date. Normally we would like put it in our budget and everything like that. But for one time we were just like, there's cash. We're going to use it for a date. So we got the half off ticket Tuesdays. And then we went there with a bunch of, I had a giant bag of snacks. Uh, if they're listening, they're going to know. If our local movie theater is listening, <laughs> I mean, they don't care. Um, so I had like a giant bag of snacks with my sweater draped over them. So it didn't look we like We sneak things into the theater. I've been doing that since I was like 18 and old enough to take myself to the theater. A few snacks is different than when you said that you would bring like giant burrito takeout. I would go get a burrito. I'd bring it and I have a jacket with those inside pockets. So I just like put it in there, (laughs) put the chips and salsa in this one. Kind of like walk. And then I looked a little funny, but I'm like, what are you going to say? I look big. What are you going to say? Hey, Hey, ma'am, looks like there's something in your pocket. Hey, ma'am. Let me see the inside of ma'am. your jacket. <laughs> ma'am. If somebody called me ma'am, I think I might slap them. <laughs> Even though it's accurate. I identify as a female. It's just, don't call me ma'am. I don't identify as ma'am. You said some... Okay, this is a side note. Uh, while we're at my parents, there was something where you said that, oh my gosh, I just wanted to slap them in the face. And I laughed so much. You were talking about like a fictional character that was just annoying. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was so funny. So I was laughing. And then my dad was like, Sherelle just said something violent. And you think it's it's funny. (laughs) I was like, well, but because it's funny. (laughs) Your dad is concerned for me. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's funny. But... Uh, yeah, I was proud of us because we had our little $15 and we got the tickets and then we were like, how much is popcorn? And they were like, six, starts at $6 for a small. 
<laughs> they were like too much for you no and i was like well i have five dollars so like, oh well never mind we walked in we sat down we had grapes we had twisty pretzels and it was amazing we had a feast we had a feast we had a feast so suck on that movie theater <laughs> With yeah. your six dollar popcorn. Are you kidding me? I can make I can make popcorn more than that for fifty cents. Yeah, we home. probably could have brought in popcorn. I I suggested it and you said, hmm. I no. do love movie theater popcorn though. Mm. <laughs> mm, just thinking about it. If you guys if you guys don't know, like I said last time, her love is snacks. My love language is snacks. Oh yeah. You made fun of me last time for it. Well, to be fair, like when we first met and got together one of the ways that you wooed me was with food i wooed you because i constantly was making you food buying you food acting like a baller taking you to go get food and i was broke (laughs) (laughs) acting like a baller yeah i would just let you come over and you were like i've already got stuff to make dinner you come over you make a whole feast and we get wine and chips and guac i know how to treat a girl right yeah i also gained a lot of pounds (laughs) (laughs) we both gained like like 20 30 pounds that first year what do they say when you're like freshly in love and you gain like 10 pounds isn't that just like a thing because you're so happy and you're just you're just eating out and you're just like enjoying life and doing everything together being domesticated and you're probably not working out anymore you're just like time's going to your partner yeah nothing else matters (laughs) i think that's how life should be i don't i like to look (laughs) good now so i know we're like putting in hard work or something and we're looking good now (laughs) that's kind of the thing with like partnerships is i feel like when one of you does something good for yourself the other one's just like the other one just naturally starts to do good stuff for themselves too sometimes sometimes that happens i feel like it'd be hard if one of us resented the other for it you know what do you mean like if if i was getting healthy and you were like i don't want to get healthy i don't want to eat right i want to eat what i want to eat do what i want to do like it works because we have the same value system yeah like if say if one of us started working out and eating super healthy and getting super strict or something because of whatever reason and the other one was like i'm not in a place in my life to do all that um then like i don't know the one that's it's just like a superiority complex for some relationships or people and i think we've even had that sometimes where it's like oh well i want to do this and then the other person is like well you're gonna think less of me if i don't do that you know Mm. so it's just like a mental game of like yeah we've definitely had that weird dynamic in our relationship before yeah not necessarily about this but just you know we've had that like one of us feels superior the other one feels inferior and resentful for it and you know yeah one of the most annoying things but truthful things you've told me what (laughs) i think there was a period i don't even know when but like we were just kind of fighting not like a lot but more than usual and um I think you were having like some mental health things and things were just hard in general with work. And I was just like harping on, you should really start getting therapy. <laughs> Do you remember this? Mm. I I probably no. just mentioned it like a time or two because I really do care about you and I was like I think 
like you seem to be having mental health um stuff and like you know therapy would probably be good again and you were like well why don't like are you gonna get therapy <laughs> you were like why aren't you getting therapy say, you're not wrong like therapy is always a good idea but yeah and we telling you well why don't you get it yeah like i think we were arguing sometimes and I was like, you know, we wouldn't be fighting so much if Sherelle was in a better... If Sherelle was fixed. If Sherelle was in a better mental state and this is Basically, her, her it's fault. all her fault. <laughs> it's her... It's it's easy because I have these flagship things, right? OCD, ADHD. I had PTSD. Like, I have these like flagship things that are so easy for you to like point at if you want to be petty. And I never... But I'm, that it's unfair, when I'm never trying to be petty. Like, I think I genuinely... I'm never trying to be petty. I'm never being petty, I don't think. What? Yeah, sometimes you are petty, for sure. Okay, well, in that instance, I was trying to be super sensitive. And I know that, like, you have more obvious, like, mental things that you have to deal with compared to me. And I don't know. I think I also genuinely was like, you're like whatever thing is showing up in these ways and that's like been stressful for you mm. it's caused arguments whatever but that's also just like not acknowledging any part that i had in it yeah i think that's hard like being a neurodiverse relationship that is something that's hard for me sometimes is like it's easy and i've seen it in other couples too where it's like it's very easy for the one who is, I always forget what it's called. Neurotypical. Well, it's easy for the neurotypical person to point fingers at the neurodivergent person and say, well, this would be easier if you fixed that and then not own their stuff because everybody has their stuff, you know? Yeah. So I think, so it really, really irked me when you said, well, why aren't you getting therapy? Why don't you get therapy? And my, you know, superiority complex, like, well, like, you know, I, I'm fine. Like, I don't have the mental stuff. Like I basically, I just didn't feel like I was as much of the quote unquote problem, but then I know it sounds super ugly. (laughs) And then at some point I realized like, actually, if you are going to tell your partner that like you think genuinely something would be good for them you should definitely be willing to do it yourself and it's like I've seen that in other couples that we know like or you know parents stuff like that of like they're telling their partner something would be good for them and they they don't see like the problem that they have and that's the yeah so anyway I I think that from there I started getting some therapy because I was like me and my partner just fighting about the stupidest things and it just like I just get in such an emotional state and you get angry and it just like we get in the cycle and so me going to therapy by myself uh she was just like teaching me ways in those arguments to like regulate my emotions which I felt like a total toddler that I didn't know how to regulate my emotions and she just like taught me the basics of like here's how your body and everybody's body reacts when you're in an argument and here's how to calm yourself down here's what will make it worse you know like things to do for yourself Mm. so that the argument like doesn't get totally out of hand and i was like i think that has definitely helped us 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure it has helped me. It's helped us. Like I'm more able to know, like I need space and I don't, and like, we've been better about giving that to each other. Um, yeah. And knowing like when, when we need to deal with ourselves versus, versus when we can come together and talk about things. I benefited from doing something that I was telling you to do (laughs) and focusing on myself and what I didn't like about myself in order to better our relationship yeah and I also see like I I have a very strong personality so it's very easy for me to be like yeah take that Megan that's on you you go calm down over there and then that was the problem. It's kind of like the theme we were talking about earlier, like yeah. the justice streak of like, well, you're telling me to do something, but like, yeah. yeah. But I've been recognizing even more and more, like, that I'm the problem, and it's me sometimes, you know. It's both. Like, of us. okay, so when I was editing the podcast the other day, I came across. I was on your laptop, mm-hmm. and I came across your notes, oh. and I was like, Megan's private notes. So I finally got an iPhone, like earlier this year and i connected it to my laptop and so now you can see all my notes yeah but i didn't know that so i was like shook when i saw that. i was like oh, you're like what is journal this? oh my gosh and it like it shows you a little bit of what it's talking about even if you don't open it and i was like no don't don't i'll just open it a little so i opened it <laughs> and i was like read two sentences i was like nope closed and i was like okay but we're married what if there's something on here that I need to know? Because it was, I could tell it was like a section where you were venting about when we had fought. Yeah. Which we have like one <laughs> fight a quarter. This was that fight. Someone was like, I feel uh, like we said that a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but I didn't know that there was going to be a bigger fight coming. So that last fight was the fight of the quarter. Anyway, so I looked at it and I was like, what if there's something like crazy on here? What if I need to see this? And then You're I was basically also like, your curiosity was peaked. My curiosity was like a little too much. Plus I was like, well, better to ask forgiveness than permission, which is not true when it comes to your spouse. But, oh yeah. <laughs> so I read it and I, I honestly read it cause I was like, I really don't understand. I didn't understand even up until that point what we were fighting about and how you couldn't see from my perspective so i was like here's a peek into her brain let me see from her perspective and i read it and i was like oh basically we had a fight like a couple days ago or a few days ago and uh i there was just a point where i was just upset and i went into our room and i took out my phone and i was like writing a whole note and i was like you know what because sometimes I write down things and then I show Sherelle because it's easier to explain. And I do the same thing. Yeah, like I have an easier time processing when I can write things down and then show you. But I was like, I'm not even going to show this to Sherelle because I know that like this is a stupid fight and we're just like yeah. going to move on from it. So I just went unhinged in my <laughs> notes. I was like, Sherelle does not even understand this. This It was so much. <laughs> she discounts my love. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. She'll um, never know. <laughs> I I did I did stay away from like she always or she never. I think I you did I say one. Did. You did say one. You said like she may never understand. She this. never understand. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you should see mine. Mine was equally unhinged, and it was about that exact fight. Too. Oh, yeah. It just helps to process everything. But apparently, it helped me. I was like, that's what she's talking about. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I went to bed a couple, like a night or two ago, and I was like, I have something to confess to you. I saw your note. Yeah, I, saw your notes. I wouldn't usually. We don't. Like, it's a joke when I say I have something to confess to you. We don't confess to each other. Yeah, in our relationship, we like trust each other, so we don't. There's no secrets. We're on the same page of like. But there's still respect for privacy. That what I'm saying is we're on the same page. Like we don't. We generally like our rule, I guess, is like we don't go in each other's texts, mm-hmm. and if we do for whatever reason, we say, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna look at your." Yeah, we tell each other. I'm looking at your phone right now. (laughs) Yeah, like, hey, I'm looking on your phone to move photos from your phone to my phone. Just so it's like, you still have, like, our differentiation. We're both two people. We're autonomous. We're not just, like, invading each other's space all the time. Yeah, but I've read your text before, but not like that. Like, I've just been curious. Like, oh, what's she talking about with Rachel? I haven't talked to Rachel in a few days. Wait, what? You do that? I have before. (gasps) I told you. I said, oh, I looked through your phone. Not like mm-hmm. looked through your phone, but I, I was like, yeah, I looked at. I read your text about this. Uh, was it like she texted me and you like? She kept texting you, and oh. I was like, Whoa. you were like, what is happening? I think we were like messing around with something, and I your phone kept going off. So I was like, I'm looking at your phone. Yeah, if it's in the moment, it's like, oh, who did so and so? No, text I'm never like you. grabbing but your phone <laughs> and like, what is she doing? I know, not like a separate time. Just no, like going. it's just it kept going off and going off. So then I caught myself up on the conversation, and it was yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um yeah so therapy's good (laughs) in terms that we were talking about like working out and being healthy like you know if you want your partner to do something just focus back on to yourself that's what i've learned it's like if you're projecting something that you don't like onto your partner it's because you don't like something about yourself and it's way harder to like Mm -hmm. look at yourself and be like i don't like the life that i've been leading (laughs) or i you know I'm getting mad at this in you because I get mad at this in me. Yeah. Like it's a lot of projecting. It's a lot of ugliness towards your partner who you love. Yeah. Like the particular thing I was upset at you at, like I now days later know, oh, that's because I care a lot about how I am perceived and I have a hard time letting go of control of Mm. that. You know, like I have a hard time letting people think about me the way they want to think about me and just being okay with myself Mm. like i care about the people in my life and how they i don't care about random strangers as the people that i like love and respect and care deeply about i care about how they view me and so when i feel like like that whole fight was like i will snap at you for how i believe you're making me look bad and it's not that you are making me look bad days later i'm like well she didn't really say anything that bad (laughs) you know but it's just i care the the thing that's the problem is me like i care too much about how i am perceived by other people and so then i try Mm -hmm. to control the people around me to make sure that i look good and that's an ugly thing that i have to deal with myself you know Oh, well, I love you, honey, and I, I'm i with you, as always, and I don't know, we're pretty good at uh, being self-aware and, and figuring out our issues and stuff. 
Yeah. And I always think it's like, it's always a both and. You know, in the moment I was like, this is all Megan's fault. And mm. in the moment you were like, I didn't do anything. I don't know what I did wrong. And Sherelle's just being crazy and dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's, it, it really heals relationships when we look at ourselves, each of us, and we're like, what did I add to this? What could I do differently? I'm like own our own parts. Yeah. And yeah, fights are, are tricky. And so I'm thankful for when we took space from each other and just moved on with our evenings and moved through the motions. And, mm-hmm. you know, it always amplifies when we are exhausted or about starting to, our periods, starting our periods, <laughs> which happens at the same time. So it's a fight for both. It all happens at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. okay. And I remember saying like, I am about to start my period, but I don't want you to discount me. (laughs) We have said that before. Like, I know that I'm about to start my period, but these feelings are real. Pity me. Pity me. Oh, my gosh. Well, I've been having fun with you on this vacation. I'm glad we got past our little tiff yeah and i just i love that we get to talk so openly about it yeah (laughs) never truly like i feel like people don't talk about this kind of stuff uh so openly and like when you and i were first together for the first couple years like we had a lot more misunderstandings and fights and like trauma things that have come up and conflicted with each other and it's just like we i don't know i guess i didn't know who to talk to about that except for like a therapist at one point but it's hopefully helpful for other people to hear or just like to talk about yeah and I will say like there's this stigma I think a lot of times for same-sex couples where I don't know if you've ever felt it but at that time we didn't have a lot of people to talk to about it and I felt like as the token queer couple we had to be like perfect you know like it was mm. like we have to be perfect because there's so many people expecting us to fail. There were yeah, there were just like a few people that it's like okay, we've had a tough time with like the whole same sex thing. So if we show that we're we have we're having trouble mentally or fighting or stuff like that, like it'll be shown as a weakness. So there was like yeah, that whole kind of thing. And I love that now we're at this place where it's like mm, we're just a normal kind of boring couple, and we just we live life and we have the same the uh, joys and struggles as everybody else and i love that i love like i absolutely adore that we trust each other and that we can communicate and that we know like at the end of the day no matter what our week has looked like we're gonna be together at the end of it you know yeah and i love yeah. that like i absolutely love the relationship that we've built and the trust that mm-hmm. we have Um, with each other and the respect that we show and I love that at the end of the day it's just it's us and we choose us every time yeah we just like show up as we are move through things and have crazy fun times Mm -hmm. and just love 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 (laughs) I love you baby I love you too thank you for coming over to our place Uh, our parents place thanks for coming over to my parents place (laughs) Um, (laughs) mom and dad said you could come over yeah mom and dad said you could come over so um, yeah we really appreciate you guys and we love hanging out with you every week Uh, so we'll see you next week yeah we'll see you next week Bye. bye